We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, I've really got to stop introducing the show like that, and we'll get it at some point. I just go back to, to what continues to work as we got the dog jumping up here, having some fun. So, yeah, how's it going? It's been a it's been a minute. I blame you for us not being on, but I'm not going <laughs> to actually blame you. So, how's it going? I, I don't know if it's my fault. Um, I think it's your fault, but... Either way, it's good. Um, good to see you. Good to be back. Um, getting closer. Getting closer, about eight more days. Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's eight days today, seven days tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this. We have about a week with the Super Bowl coming up. We won't talk about the Super Bowl because that's the last thing that anybody really wants to talk about. Nobody really cares about the Super Bowl. Um, unless you got money on it, then yeah, maybe maybe you do care. So just want to thank everybody so much for watching and listening. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you could for us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for subscribing as well. You can follow us on all our social medias, X, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow myself at Jared underscore Tim's, Nate at NateGreen34. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. 
Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And let's get it rolling here. So we had some stuff go down while you were away and I couldn't podcast. We got to talk about it. Just wanted to continue. You're gonna. Get, I'm just gonna continue to blast you. I wasn't that. away when this happened, but you, you can were, continue. You were. You you were definitely away. And no, I was not. We're getting getting the dogs going here, so we'll kind of see see how how this <laughs> how this goes here. But um, mm. two two decently big moves. We had the Trey Cabbage trade um, was previously DFA'd for Robert Stevenson. Is that what I think it was? Huh. I believe uh, so. I believe it was Stevenson traded to the Astros for right-handed pitcher Carlos Espinosa. By the way, I re- I'm, I like Carlos Espinosa anytime. Mm-hmm. So there's two sides of this trade for me, and this goes for any team that develops really well. And the Angels just haven't been able to do that. Um, number one off, it worries me to send young talent their way, like Trey Cabbage, who we know he has power. We know he swings and misses quite quite a bit. Um, we saw him as a 30-30 guy down in AAA. I know that doesn't mean a lot, but some potential there. You know, like there's the power potential, 30 stolen bases. He's athletic. He can play. Um, uh, he, he can play the outfield. He can play the infield a little bit. We know he can hit. Um, so there's a side of me that gets a little bit worried sending players that way. Um, and then there's a side of me that gets excited to get a player from an organization that has shown they can develop really well like that. Um, like the Astros have in Carlos Espinosa, fastball can kick it up to the upper nineties. He's got the slider. He's got the, I think it's slider curveball changeup. So he's got the pitches to be a starter. I think it's more of a reliever build. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see where we'll see where he goes um, as the reports stream in and as uh, the twenty twenty four season happens as well. I would assume. Oh man, I don't know where he goes. I think he's twenty two from Cuba. He might go to. Uh, he, he I might think go, he goes to high A. Yeah, I was say he might go. He might come out uh, out by me here and uh, and we'll. I might be able to go go see him. He might be one of the better pitchers out there, and we might see him put up really, really good stats. We might see him in Rocket City before we know it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I want your thoughts on on what I just said because I know I just you know threw up everything that was on my mind about the Trey Cabbage trade. Um, I like trading with the Astros. It worries me trading with the Astros. Same thing with Tampa. Same thing with the Dodgers. Like, always worries me. But I do like pieces that you can get back from those teams that develop really well. To be fair, the Angels haven't really been burned too much by trading with the Astros or or the Rays. People bring up the Astros all the time. The Angels have made like one trade with the Astros. I can think of two. They they got Patrick Sandoval, which Mm -hmm. awesome, great trade. I think for Martin Maldonado. Yep. Um, Yep. And then they made the Max Stassi trade. Max Stassi trade, which wasn't bad. I didn't like the pieces. They they gave up two guys who never made the big. So like, I didn't like it at the time. I'll say that I didn't like the pieces. I I didn't. I didn't think there was. At that point, the Angels, it was like a July 31st trade, trade deadline trade. The Angels were, yeah. you know, about 11 games out of first place. Building, getting, not really, yeah. getting a, a third, 
a third string catcher who couldn't hit. It didn't make a lot of sense to me, but it worked out well for the Angels uh, for a little bit at least until um, till he didn't hit enough. But yeah, those are the two trades I could think of off the top of my head with with the Astros and thinking about the Rays. Um, I, I get more worried about about signing guys from those teams because you're there's a reason they're not re-signing them. Uh, either it's too much money or they got everything they can out of them and they and they don't see the guy continuing on. Trades I'm kind of okay with because um you kind of are way more in control of of what you're getting out of this. Like you can say no to the Astros and and say like no, this is not the guy we want. Like this is the guy we want or we're going to move on type of thing. So same thing with the Rays, you can do that. Um and I know I brought Cooper Criswell to to you earlier where it's like, oh, you know, he was going to turn into a superstar because he went to Tampa Bay. And it's like, no, it, he he's not. So I, I'm not too worried about this from that standpoint. Um, I, I've seen too many guys, too many guys who could hit at the AAA level and couldn't hit the major league level to be concerned with, oh, Trey Cabbage is going to go somewhere else and be a superstar. Um, I, I just feel like that's not... Some guys just can't do it, and it, it sucks, but they're really good AAA players, and that's it. Um, I do like the stuff with Espinosa. I think the the fastball um, is impressive. He can run it up there. Maybe maybe how the bullpen is touching triple digits. Um, you know, it's, it's 97, you know, 94, 95, 96, 97. Uh, slider, some – the weird thing with the reports is you have some people saying, like, he has no secondary pitch, and then you watch the slider, and it's like, there, it's interesting, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and say it's a plus pitch, but people are acting like we're throwing this pitch away because it's so bad. And it's like, he he's 22 years old and he gets outs with it. So, like, I, I don't know. So, I I am interested. I'm intrigued by this. I think it makes a whole lot of sense. Um, Trey Cabbage should not be... He was not a guy the Angels were going to give enough at-bats to to be successful in the major leagues. Now, if the Astros go and give him, you know, a month's worth worth of at bats, and the guy continues to rake, like, okay, maybe maybe the Astros found something. But it didn't look like the Angels were going that direction to be like, hey, Cabbage, just go up there. We're willing to let you hit a buck twenty for for a month, and then you know we'll move on from there. Shanuel kind of blocked him. He had Moniac. He has Hicks. He has Trout. He has Ward. Uh, he has Drury. There's just so many guys that are kind of blocking him from like actual playing time Jordan Adams. and what Jordan Adams. Yeah, sure. Jordan Adams, uh, just because he's a, a better defender, maybe Jordan Adams gets the call over, over Trey cabbage, depending on who gets hurt or things like that. But, um, I think the angels do have a 40 man problem. And I think this does start to help. Um, Perry Manassian has, you want to say, me to stop? I was gonna say, hold on, hold on about the 40 man issue. Cause we'll talk about that here in a second. Okay. Because um, that's where I was going to go with the the cabbage trade. I, I I don't have a problem with it. I think it makes a lot of sense. The Angels go get a a young pitcher. They've done well with the young pitching, at least getting them to the major leagues. Now, are they good long term? We don't know. But at worst, he can turn into a bullpen arm, and that's something to get for a guy who didn't really show too much in the major league level last year. He he was a pretty good AAA player, thirty thirty, like you said. But I mean, how many times have we seen, it, especially as Angel fans, where there's a guy who absolutely rakes in AAA and gets called up to the bigs and can't hit his weight. So um, 
it's, it's just how it works sometimes. For me, Dre Cabbage, like Mikey Stefanik, I love the story behind it. Um, side note, great family. Love talking mm-hmm. to the family. Like Wayne's fantastic. His dad, um, family's fantastic. Sucks to see him go from like a me standpoint. This is it, It's always tough mm-hmm. to see the minor leaguers go, especially for me, especially talking with, with a lot of them and things like that. But, but. Like I said, like Mikey Stefanik, I just wanted to see him get a shot. I wanted to see see what he was at the major league level. Um, same thing how we feel with Joe Adele, right? It's like just give Joe Adele a shot. I know we got some we got some some backlash from people on here saying that that the that Angels have given Joe Adele every opportunity. And it's like he's played eighty the most games he's played in the season's eighty eight, by the way. Um so And the most he's played in a row is like seven. <laughs> yeah, it's like ridiculous. Yeah, besides the point, I don't want to talk about that. Mikey Stefanik just want to see him get a chance. I thought Mikey actually played really well last year at the end of the year. I know games didn't really matter, but I thought he, I thought he played well. I thought he hit, you know, enough to stick around for a little while. Um, Trey Cabbage, I'm glad he got an opportunity. I know he didn't do what he wanted to, um, but I have a strange feeling the Astros tend to do really cool things with with guys that have a lot of power, like like Trey Cabbage. I mean, Trey hit a 500 foot home run. He hit it out of the ballpark, just like when we talked about Joe Adele hitting one out of the park. Hit one. I think Drake Cabbage hit one out, or hit one over the uh, um, the scoreboard at at Salt Lake, and it, it was unbelievable. So, um, sucks to see Trey Cabbage go. I'm glad he got an opportunity, especially with the story, of the background, getting let go by the Twins. Um, same draft, by the way, Shane Carrier, mm-hmm. um, their Canyon buddy of ours. Um, on to some other news. Angels do sign a reliever. I'll, I'll, I want. I'm not going to butcher it. I'm not going to say Jacob Cisnero. I'm going to say Jose Cisnero. <laughs> um, to a one year deal, one for one point one seven five, one for one point seven five, um, something like that. So not a crazy lot. Not not a crazy amount. I do again. I like it. Five pitch mix. I actually was skeptical about five pitches. He truly does have five pitches. Fastball pretty straight. He sinks. He sinks one change up slider curveball all five go different directions um this actually kind of solidifies the bullpen in a sense i think because you go estevez garcia ben joyce jose soriano robert stevenson matt moore adam simber and cisnero there's your eight guys right there at least for now jose suarez i don't think has an, a, a spot here unless you put him in the rotation we will see that'll that'll be to come we'll we'll, we'll see where that goes we have all spring to talk about your Jose Cis, or not Jose Cisneros, your Jose Suarez um, obsession, but yeah, I think that 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 um, Cisneros signing really does um, solidify the bullpen in a sense. I'd like to see them get deeper um, with some minor league deals, but bullpen's coming along. I, I don't want to say it's it's perfect. You still have to get to the bullpen with a lead um, to be able to use it correctly, and that's going to be one of my big issues. And also the starting rotation, we'll see how deep they can get into games too, but. Thoughts on the Cisneros deal? I, I think it's really hard to talk about this without going into my my 40-man thing, but I will no, try. No, no. This, this is why I wanted um, to get to this, because the Angels do DFA Levon Soto. And mm-hmm. give me your thoughts on Cisneros first, then we can go on to the 40-man, because I got a full circle thing here that we yeah, got Yeah, yeah, I got so you. I know we got you. So Cisnero, um, interesting. Like, he's had success with, with Detroit. He he had the blow-up here last year. Um not going to be a guy that the angels are going to use in high leverage, you know, kind of, kind of more of the Andrew wants role where it's like the sixth, seventh inning. That's kind of what I'm seeing for, for Cisnero. Um, 
it is interesting to the signing um, with the rumblings of the Angels not really spending any money, and you're going to go spend money on more bullpen. And I kind of, and this is one that doesn't happen too often, but I kind of disagree with you about going to get deeper when it comes to relief pitchers. I think that they're deep enough when it comes to relief pitchers. I think that they have enough guys uh, to get through a season with, when it comes to the bullpen, because I'm going to be counting guys that you won't, because I will count Sam Bachman. I will count um, Kenny Rosenberg, Zach Plesac. I will count Zach Plesac. I, I wouldn't count Kenny Rosenberg because Rosenberg's kind of. That's de- um, it's depth in the bullpen, though. You look- it, it it is. Please, please, Zach's actually one of those guys for me. Kohanovich is one of those guys for me that that could easily come up and, and be a guy out of the pen. Um, so I I think there's enough guys there. Plus, you're still looking at. at Wants is still here. Herget's still here. I'm not a big Herget guy, but he's still on the 40 man. So you have him who's pitched in the major leagues for a little bit. Um, you're hoping Quintana is coming back in July. That would be another arm. Um, Warren would come back and hopefully around July as well. Like I feel like there's enough uh, bullpen help, especially when you have guys where it's like, is Mason Erla a, a starting pitcher in the bigs? We don't know. Uh, could he come in and be really good out of the bullpen? Absolutely. Um, so th- there are pieces in the minor leagues where it's like, hey, you can go pitch and be a bullpen arm. Um, Caceres probably isn't making the roster. He's going to start the year in um, AAA. You have um, the lefty that I'm blanking on um, who got DFA'd right after Please Act uh, signing. But Adam Kolarik? Yeah, Kolarik, thank you. Kolarik is is still down there. You have Maderos who's down there. Like, There's a bunch of guys who can go get outs in the bullpen. I'm not worried about that, and I'm going to continue to stress this until I'm blown in the face. They don't have enough, they don't have enough depth when it comes to starting pitching because I'm not going to count relievers as starters. I know a lot of people will do it, and a lot of people will say Sam Bachman's a for-sure starter. I don't believe it. When he comes out and proves to me that he's a starting pitcher, fine, go ahead. But like, you've got to prove something right now. We haven't seen him go more than than five innings at a start. We've seen the velo drop after going uh, three innings. So like, there is a little bit of an issue with him there from a starter standpoint. He's he came up and pitched out of the bullpen last year. He's really going to have to take a step in the minor leagues to prove that he's a major leaguer. Mason Erla, like I I talked about, do we know if he's a starter? We don't. Um, Kenny Rosenberg is about, and Plezak would be the only guys in the minor leagues that have had pitched in the major leagues as a starter, and that 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 would be who you're going to. Like, you need to go get probably two two minor league guys and say, "Hey, you're not going to make the roster out of spring, but if this happens, if this happens, if this happens, because Jose Suarez is getting DFA'd at the end of the spring. Like, there is no chance that Jose Suarez makes this roster." As a starting pitcher. And if he does, then I, I have no idea. I'll probably but lose my mind. Clarify if, if that next clarify it next time because he could be in the bullpen. He could. could. I, he could, but then again, you just signed that means Ben Joyce is in the in the bullpen, which would be an absolute I, I don't even know. That that'd be a huge mistake, Ben Joyce not oh. making this roster out of spring. But I'm just um, I'm, look, I'm looking at it this way. If you wanted Suarez, like he showed something, Joyce you could send down. Yes, uh, Soriano you could send down. Adam Simber you could even, 
even though Soriano was like arguably your best. Yeah, reliever you're probably last not year. sending. You'd like to not send down Joyce or Soriano, but they have the options that you could hypothetically, if you wanted to keep Soriano or Suarez around for for long enough. Like we mentioned before, the Angels did DFA Levon Soto. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't know if I'm really following what what they're doing. Usually, like, and this has been the entire Perry era. Um, like, I, I understood moves that like former James made, like Jerry Depoto, uh, Billy Epler. Like, you you understand moves that other a lot of other GMs make. I'm I don't understand some of the moves that. No. that Perry makes like I know Levon Soto came up had a really good year was a fan had a really good like month was a fan favorite yeah, everybody like thought September. he was yeah everybody thought he was going to be the starting shortstop um didn't make the team out of spring came up didn't look very good last year for I think a small amount of time mm-hmm. didn't look good down in the minors um either but can play the middle infield Nate you and I mentioned you want to build up the middle is somebody mm-hmm. that if he can play up the middle you can probably put him at third second uh, third, short, second, might be able to play a corner outfield spot too. In fact, I think I've seen him play a corner outfield spot too um, down down in down in Rocket City. So it's somebody who's got versatility. He's never going to hit a lot. It's very much so like an Andrew Wants thing. Andrew uh, Velasquez, excuse me. Andrew you. Velasquez, sorry, not Wants. Andrew Velasquez thing, yes. Um, but still, good teams have guys like Andrew Velasquez that can that can fill holes. If if Zach Neto goes down. The Angels don't really have a guy that can that can play there. I know everybody's going to say Luis Luis Renifo can play there, but who's playing second? And you move Drury over. Like they 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 need to get a little deeper up the middle for sure. Um, you can bring up a guy like Charlie LeBlanc, Richie Martin. I mean, Willie Calhoun. But again, you had a guy on the forty man um, who can play up the middle, who can who can play good defense up the middle too. Uh, might not hit a lot, but but you know, actually has shown that he, he can hit at the major league level. Um, there was one guy you missed shortstop wise, but what I miss Kyron Paris. Oh yeah. You can, I guess you can put Kyron there too. Um, so I guess, you know, but, Kyron, but here's, gone, but... here's the one thing that makes it interesting. And I was the one who was very, I was a little bit more upset about the Levon Soto DFA than you were. Um, Mikey Stefanik turns 28 at the end of the month. He is a 28 year old journeyman who has come up and he's hit a little bit, not for power. Um, can't play a position. Like he is the odd man out on this 40 man roster. It's like, what does he do? What does he bring to this 40 man that we don't have? Like he can't play a position. He hits, but not for enough power. And yeah, maybe he'll take some walks and things like that. But but if I'm calling up a guy, like if Zach Neto hurts his back and he's out for four weeks, I'm not calling up Mikey Stefanik to play, you know, two or three times in those four weeks. I'd rather call up Levon Soto and be like, hey, we're going to run out uh, Luis Rangifo at shortstop for seven innings. And then Levon Soto is going to play the eighth and the ninth at shortstop, hopefully with a lead. Um, I just don't see a future for Mikey on this team. And I know you like the story and everything. I just don't. I don't understand him being on this 40 man roster right now. We're, we're also, and I, I feel like I have to mention this before, you know, we, we let everybody go before we let everybody go. But like, is, is a guy like Mikey Stefanik on a 40 man really anywhere else? Is a guy no. like Levon Soto on a 40 man anywhere else? 
Probably not. Probably not. You you right. might have you might have a the only reason why I would say probably not and not for sure no is because Levon Soto is an elite defender. Right? Like you will have some team who is a playoff team that has like a legit defensive shortstop on their 40 man. Maybe the guy hits a little bit better than Levon Soto, but like I I would bet like Andrew Velasquez was on a 40 man for the Yankees a couple of years back. Um, should Andrew Velasquez be on a 26 man roster is a completely different story, but like Andrew Velasquez was on a 40 man roster. Um, and then you get what I'm saying though. Yeah. 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 But like you understand where I'm coming from too, right? Like Levon Soto plays elite defense at shortstop. Like there are orgs that have that. Do orgs carry 28 year olds that don't play a position that don't hit enough that, you know, has not really played in the major leagues. Like that's not a guy that orcs typically carry. That's the one that more head scratching to me than the Levon Soto thing, because at least Levon Soto brings something to the table. He brings elite defense up the middle. Very, very important. That's a worst case scenario. I know Kyron Paris can bring um, good defense up the middle as well. Like I mentioned, but you kind of know what you're getting with Levon Soto. And if it's only a, a 10 day injury, are you really wanting to call up Kyron Paris for 10 days to go play shortstop maybe two or three times probably not it, it would have made more sense to call up a live on soto and say hey go play shortstop you know two or three times we'll send you back down and you know it is what it is so that's kind of the interesting thing to me is is the mikey stefanik live on soto um argument of who should be on this 40 man right now yeah no and we'll see uh, questions start getting answered real real soon i mean um we're we're again we're a week away from from pitchers and catchers reporting i think we're two and a half weeks away from from well we're probably two weeks away from full full first full team and we're probably about two and a half weeks away from maybe three weeks now from the first spring training game so again questions start getting answered soon and there are a lot of free agents still left that that could be impactful for 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 a lot of teams. I don't know if the Angels are going to be in that market. I don't want to talk about that tonight because we can talk about that we can talk about that next time because I think that there is a plan in play here, and I think it's something that we've we've mentioned quite a few times in the past. But before we let everybody go, just again, thank you so much for watching and listening. Go ahead and subscribe if you can for us. Tell a friend about us as well. Let us let them know that uh, you found a cool Angels podcast. Um, go ahead and follow us on all our social medias, X, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow myself at X at Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate Green 34. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.